Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. God is good, and He has a way to bring those who are outside the camp back into the camp. This is God's desire, and therefore we are going to learn one truth in regard to just that subject seeing one who has leprosy having been cleansed now being brought back into the community god's word is very specific and as we go through this first section in leviticus chapter 14 and i would invite you to have your bibles out now at that chapter leviticus chapter 14 as we go through this peculiar process this service in order to bring one who is outside the camp because of leprosy now having been cleansed to bring him back in and have him part of the community god enjoys he delights in unity and seeing individuals restored restored to him and restored to his community so let's begin leviticus chapter 14 beginning in verse 1 where we read the lord spoke to moses saying verse 2 there's revelation revelation about this subject and notice what it reads in verse 2 this will be the law of the leper on the day of his healing so now when we look at him we see that the leprosy does no longer meet that criteria where he has leprosy but his his problem is not over we are going to see a very detailed process in order for him to regain a spot in the community to be reconciled to his household his family to be made once more part of the children of israel normally lepers were outside the camp not normally they had to be normally among the tombs but now there's a change and the first thing that we should do is to praise god for changes for a new condition a fresh start a new beginning and in fact you may not have leprosy but you may need need you may be in need of reconciliation you may be in need of being brought back into a community whereby you have been forgiven restored and now you're ready to rejoin where you were and we read in verse 2 once more this will be the law and the word here for law is torah for this will be the law of the one who has leprosy on the day of his cleansing or purification 
and he will be brought to the priests now again we've seen that the priests have played a major role in all of this why the priests represents god they are an authority and if we're going to know spiritual healing if we're going to know spiritual purity we must acknowledge the authority that god has set up and this is one of the things that this passage both in chapter 13 and 14 is teaching that it's the priest that proclaims and one needs to submit to that he has been trained he has been positioned for that purpose to proclaim what is the situation if this one is unclean or clean so look again we see at the end of verse 2 that this one will be brought to the priest verse 3 now when it says brought to the priests doesn't mean that they're brought back in already notice the the teaching in verse 3 where it says and the priest will go out to outside the camp and the priest will see now some bibles will say examine that's fine that's probably what he does but the word is simply the word for seeing or looking at and behold and this means if indeed this one who had leprosy is now near pa meaning this one behold is now healed from this ailment of leprosy from being leprous what happens well now we're going to see this detailed and specific uh, process that he must go through and he must go through all of it verse 4 and the priest will command and he will take for this one who's now pure and it's for the making of him pure now we see two things at first glance it may seem as conflict with one another because this is the time of his purification but it's speaking about the one who will be pure even though the priest has said i've examined him and there is no longer leprosy he has been healed we saw that but just because he has been healed that doesn't bring an end to his situation he cannot immediately come back into the camp there is a process and this process is for his purification now it's already been said he's pure there is no leprosy but this process is so that he can be proclaimed pure that people can see god has moved god has healed there's no longer the same condition and therefore he must be proclaimed as pure and this is what the language is saying here look again the cohen that is the priest he will command for this one to be taken and this taking we'll see what he takes in a moment is for his purification for this one to be declared pure publicly and first of all look at the middle of verse four two living birds and these two living birds are pure ones so there's birds that can be offered up as a sacrifice those who are clean not those who are unclean 
meaning those which which cannot be eaten it's those that are cleansed meaning they are acceptable to god so two living clean or pure birds and also to take uh, cedar wood and also we have scarlet and the fourth thing is hyssop so look carefully we have the birds two birds and then we have the cedar then we have the the crimson and then finally or scarlet however you want to translate it and then we have the hyssop look at verse 5 all of these elements are there and they're all going to be used and even some additional ones later on that we'll talk about verse 5 and the priest will command now this is something we're going to see throughout this process it is the priest who is in charge the one who is going through this process whereby he can be declared cleansed and be welcomed back in the community he is learning once more how to submit to authority and this process is going to reveal is he really healed meaning has he learned humility or is he going to simply do what he wants and just immediately come back into the community and do what is rooted in his pride pride is what i want humility is submitting to what god has commanded verse 5 and the priest will command and he will sacrifice one bird and he will do so it says here with a a earthen vessel and will do that over living water that's probably water that is in a lake or a river something that the water is moving so it's it's living water so notice all of these things are for the purpose when we look at it we see that there is the requirement for water to be pure why because everything about this service is for teaching certain things that are related to purity and we see living water is foundational we see that living water represents life represents blessing and represents god at work verse verse 6 and the living bird he should take it and also he should take the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and what does he do with all of these things and he will dip them it says here and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was sacrificed now this word sacrifice is a word for slaughtered so the one that was killed at the beginning and this one that was killed and it's emphasized again over the living water and what does he do look now to to verse 7 and he sprinkles upon the one who is being cleansed now here again this cleansing doesn't have any effect upon how he is he is to the eye pure 
there is no longer any leprosy but that is the outward condition now we're going to check the inward condition to see if he's learned and what does he learn to submit to obey to recognize authority and when one doesn't want to submit when one doesn't want to obey when one doesn't want to recognize authority that one has a problem with pride and that one because of pride is dangerous and he should not be part of the community look again it says here in verse 7 what does he do and he sprinkles upon this one that's being cleansed from the leprosy he sprinkles from that seven times and he is pure now this is the first uh uh level this is the first hurdle that he has to overcome when he does this he has a status he is pure but that doesn't mean that he can immediately come back into society there's other things that must be done and we'll talk about them look now to the second part of verse verse 7 and he that is the the priests he will set the living bird and it means to set free let him go upon the field meaning he is where there's living water outside and therefore he takes him into the field and he lets him go now what is this symbolizing it's symbolizing liberty and here's the message when one is humble when one is ready to obey they have liberty liberty for the purpose of obeying see many people think i have freedom when i get to do what i want no what i want to do puts me in bondage but when i have liberty based upon a desire to serve god obey god submit to god and recognize god's authority over my life and those who have been placed as representatives of god's authority when i'm ready to submit to that then i have liberty and i can move forward with god and this is exactly what's going to be taught in a few minutes look now to verse 8 what else does this one who wants to be declared clean do verse verse 8 and the one who is being cleansed he will wash his garments and this word means wash his garments in water and he will shave all of his hair and he will wash now this is a different word the first word represents washing garments it's like doing laundry the second word is a word that is washing with water but we never use that for garments we use that for humans washing humans going in water to cleanse themselves and it says and he will wash in water and again and he will be pure and afterwards he will come to the camp so imagine this this is significant this one who has had leprosy and realize something leprosy can last a long 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 
time. He may have been separated from his family. Now his family may go out and see him among the tombs or in a deserted place. They may talk, but they have to keep a distance. There's no touching. There's no hugging. There's no intimacy of any type. This man cannot be touched. He is outside the camp. And therefore now, for the first time in perhaps many months or many years, he is now back in society, but a dime, that means still with, with limitations. He's not free totally yet, but he's brought back in to the camp. And notice what happens. Well, it says here, look carefully at, at verse, verse uh, 8 where it says, and he will come to the camp and what will he do and he will sit outside his tent so he's not even allowed to go into his home into his tent he will sit outside his tent for seven days verse 9 and it will come about on the seventh day that he will shave all of his hair the hair of his head the hair of his beard, and the hair of his eyebrows. And all of his hair he will shave. And then after this shaving, again, that takes place now on the seventh day, it says he will wash his garments. Again, that that special word for doing laundry. And he will wash his flesh in water again that different word that reveals a washing of the body and he will be pure now you see over and over as he goes through this process he is being affirmed you're pure you're pure you're pure but you still have limitations you still are not fully brought in and he has to submit to this he hears pure why well most scholars teach that this continuously being proclaimed pure but with limitations is an encouragement for him he's moving through this process of finally being declared absolutely pure and what i mean by that is pure to rejoin society to come back into the camp as a full member look now to to verse 10 the last thing we read had to do with the seventh day but now he's completed that full seven day period and now look at verse 10 and on the eighth day he will take it's not over yet he will take two sheep that are pure meaning without any blemish and also he will take a female sheep that is one year old and again, this female sheep, probably it says in your Bible, a U, also has to be pure or without out, uh, a spot or blemish. And also three esronim, three measurements of, of fine flour as a grain offering, which is mixed with oil. So we have within this this grain offering a fine mixed flour, also oil. But there's an additional oil that's going to be very important. Look, if you would, to, to the end of verse 10. 
It also says that he takes a log. This is also a measurement, a log, one log of oil. Verse 11. Now, again and again, this one who says, I am cleansed from leprosy, he is. And even though he's heard the word pure, he has not been proclaimed pure in the fullest sense. He's constantly having to go through a process, and now it's in the eighth day, and he's, and this all costs the the birds that he takes, the grain that he needs, the oil that he needs, the sheep that he needs, all of this he's paying for. And we'll talk about that more next week. What if he can't afford it? Where does he get his money? He's been outside, probably not able to work. So there's going to be a, a issue on whether if he's poor and cannot pay for these things. We'll deal with that next week. But look at what it says. He takes all of this, now verse 11, and the priest will stand this one who, who is being purified. He will stand this man, this one who's going to be purified. And it says, all of these things before the lord so these uh various elements that now we're talking about the three sheep and the flour and the oil and such he stands all of them before the lord at the petach this is the doorway the entrance to what the tent of meeting verse 12 and the priest will take one sheep and he will offer it as a guilt offering now this is specific it is to show and remind this one you have gone through what you've gone through very unpleasant very difficult because you're guilty and you when you bring a guilt offering you are declaring that publicly that you are in fact guilty that it was righteous for god to to act in the way that he did and now you want forgiveness you want that guilt to be removed so very very significant that now as he stands before the tent of the meeting here again he's been brought into the camp but now he's near the the tent of meeting that entrance or when the temple would stand it would be at the entrance to that outer courtyard so one of these places notice what it says he takes that that one for the the guilt offering that lamb that sheep and he offers it up and also that log of oil and what does he do it says here and he will wave that is the priest will wave them as a wave offering before the lord now we will see that on the day that messiah rose from the dead people were given to the priests an offering which was a wave offering and most scholars say that this speaks about victory and here there's a hint now many have said this process and what is said and what is done is meant to encourage him this is what's happening he is told you have to acknowledge publicly you're guilty but in doing so 
that's going to bring victory into your life why it's going to bring you back into the family of god the people of god god's covenant covenantal people so notice what it says for a wave offering before the lord verse 13 then what happens he slaughters the lamb in the place where he will slaughter the sin offering that same location so that lamb is slaughtered in the same place as the sin offering why again it's to remind him the reason why you were in this situation the reason why you suffered the reason why you were an outcast all of this took place because of sin you're guilty and what were you guilty of sin that is why they're offered up in that location and then it says and a burnt offering it says in a holy place now again why this holy place well the holy place represents the the altar where the altar stood and it's to show that this is related to the purpose of god a holy place is a place where one can fulfill the purposes of god so it's a statement here that this one is making an acknowledgement i want to serve god i want to do his will this is why i want restoration this is why i want to come back among the people of god and this is why one should want to be saved that you acknowledge your sinfulness that you're guilty publicly and you want to commit your life to the purposes of god look now to to the end of of verse 13 where it says for as a sin offering is the guilt offering and it says it's done by the priests and notice what it says it's done by the priest meaning he carries it out he does the work and it's holy the most holy it's at kodesh kodeshim who it is most holy now again why most holy well for one main reason holiness is related to the will of god and it's saying all of this is of the utmost importance and should be thought of in the most holy manner because you are being restored to the will of god and the will of god is holy that's what is being said verse 14 and the priests he will take from the blood of the guilt offering and the priests will give meaning set He'll give some of that blood from the guilt offering and he will put it, the priest will put it upon the lobe of the one who's being cleansed, his right ear. And also upon his thumb of his right hand and upon the big toe of his right foot. Now, this is all being done for a reason. It says this, I want to hear from god i want to serve god and i want to go to where god wants me to be and what does this all have to do why blood blood is redemption and therefore we see the redemptive work of god is so that we can hear from him that we can do his will and that we can be 
where God wants us to be. That's why the ear, that's why the hand, and that's why the foot, and of course, the primary finger is the thumb, the primary toe is the big toe. And it's saying here simply the emphasis on the primary purposes of God to hear from Him, to do His will, and to be in His will. Verse, verse 15. And the priests will take from the log of Shemin. Now, this is just a measurement of oil. Excuse me, Shemin is the Hebrew word oil. And he will pour it upon the palm. The priest will pour it upon the 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 hand on the uh, on the palm of the the left left hand and the priest will will dip his finger so it's in if we read this carefully he will pour it upon the palm of the priest and it's his left hand and then he will this is the priest will dip his finger his right finger from the oil he'll dip his finger from the oil which is upon his left palm so what does he do he pours it in the left palm and then he puts his finger in that oil for a reason what does he do well it says here that he will will do this for a reason look at the end of verse 16 and he will sprinkle from the oil with his finger seven times why seven seven is a holy number seven relates to the purposes of god so it's all to remind him about you are being restored so that you can live and serve in the purposes of god so you sprinkle it with his hand seven times before the lord verse 17 and from the rest of the oil which is upon his palm the priest will place it upon upon his earlobe of the one who's being cleansed the right earlobe and upon the the thumb of his right hand and upon the big toe of his right foot and why does he do that well again this anointing is on the same places that you have been anointed to hear from god pay attention to his revelation you are anointed to serve god that's what hand work the hand relates to work and to go in the will of god and it says this is done upon the blood of the guilt offering and why is that well when you acknowledge your guilt there's going to come an anointing from that meaning simply when i say god forgive me i acknowledge my sin that i'm guilty what i've done is wrong it was displeasing to you and i'm acknowledging publicly when we do that saying now god i'm different i've been healed and i've been healed to serve you when we have that desire there's going to be that anointing that's what we're learning in verse verse uh, uh 17 and then look now at verse 18 and what remains of the oil which is upon the priest's palm he will place it upon the head 
of the one who's being cleansed and why is that in order to make atonement concerning him this is what the priest does he the priest makes atonement concerning him before the lord and all of this is for a reason it is to bring restoration restoration for the purpose of renewal now notice the word atonement is here and atonement is good but redemption is better and what this is saying is although there's a restoration it's not the same powerful restoration that redemption will bring and who's going to bring that the redeemer who is messiah so look again verse 18 with the rest of the oil which is upon the priest's palm he will set it upon the head of the one who is being cleansed and the priest will atone concerning him before the lord verse 19 and the priest will make a sin offering and he will atone for the one who's being cleansed from his impurity from his defilement and afterwards he will slaughter the burnt offering and what happens well now let's look at our last verse tonight verse 20 and the priests he's slaughtered that burnt offering and now he's going to offer up this priest offer up the burnt offering and where what does that mean he's going to burn it up and the smoke's going to go up and he's going to do that and also that grain offering where do they do that upon the altar and then this is the final thing that is for the cleansing we should say the atoning for this one so the priest is going to make atonement concerning him and now he is going to be pure and what this means is the process is over now i want to close with this because when we look at the next verse we're going to see what is done if this one and i'll read this verse 21 dao who meaning if he is in a meager financial situation and simply there is not in his ability to gather these things acquire them what is done well that's what we're going to talk about next week but let me conclude by saying praise god that there is reconciliation that there is restoration and if you're hearing this and you feel as an outcast understand something you are in a much better position than a leper because the leper he may truly want to be back with his family back in society he may say god i'll do your will but he still has leprosy and he has to wait patiently alone outside the camp separated from society until god determines the time of his healing and even after being healed remember he's healed that's what we saw today then after being proclaimed healed he goes through this process we're not there today we are in a much better position 
because I may be unclean. I may be guilty. I may have done great sin, horrible things, but God offers up an invitation. And that invitation is known as the gospel, that today you can be reconciled. All you have to do, very similar to what we saw, is to admit, yes, I am guilty. Yes, I have sinned. And I want to be restored. And I believe that this redemption, not atonement, but redemption, is possible for me through the blood of not a lamb, not some burnt offering, not some birds, but rather I can experience redemption through the blood of the very Son of God. This one who became flesh, flesh and blood, in order that I can be restored. So I confess my sins and I testify that I believe in Messiah. This one who went to the cross, suffered and died, shed his blood, but is not dead, but was raised from the dead and is alive and sits on the right hand of God in order to make intercession for us. If you want that one to intercede for you through the Holy Spirit, bringing your prayers and supplications to him, all you have to do is confess. I'm a sinner and I accept, I believe, what Yeshua, what Jesus of Nazareth has done nearly 2,000 years ago. I accept that. I invite him into my life. I believe that he is the Redeemer and therefore I confess that he died for my sins, but he's also has been raised from the dead. And therefore I want this same new life, this same resurrection power in me. Why? just what we learned today, in order that I might serve God, that I might walk in His ways, that I might do His will. That's what a true disciple wants to do. Well, I'll close with that. May God bless you. And we'll gather again next week for Midnight from Jerusalem as we continue our study in Leviticus 14 and we'll see what happens when one cannot afford these elements, these birds, these sheep, this burnt offering, this oil, and all those things that we mentioned. He doesn't have money. Can he still be reconciled? Well, that's what we'll see next week. And until then, Shalom from Israel. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Israel.